Hey everybody, welcome back to another Physiology Secret. It's just going to be a short and sharp one today as I drive home in a very, very warm 35 degree afternoon in Melbourne. Um, I just had a client come through, he was a rower uh, and he's got, the, he's got the indoor rowing champs in 12 weeks. So basically it's a 2k time trial on the rowing erg. Um, he holds, or he, he broke a, uh, I think it was, a, it was an Australian record. Uh, did about 6.32 10 years ago, and he's aiming to get somewhere around around that again um, at 49 years old. So he did a, a, six, a 6.53, I think he said it was, um, last time he did a time trial, about a, a month ago, and so he wants to get down to about 6.40, 6.35. And um, with the rowers, you've got you've to hold... Uh, he want, he wants to qualify for the um, the lightweight category, so you need to hold, you need to he needs to get down to seventy five kilos. He weighed in at eighty four today, so nine kilos above the cutoff. And um, we had a, a pretty good discussion about some methods that we can use to try and cut weight. Um, traditionally, what what people do for like you know boxing and MMA and those sort of sports where you have to satisfy a weight category. Is that they'll they'll basically dehydrate themselves for you know a couple of days prior to the to the weigh-in and then try to rehydrate for the actual comp itself. Uh, the way they do that is through basically. Um, so the best way to do it is to to lose to lose fluid. Basically, you want to sweat out um, sweat out a lot of fluid. You're not going to drop a lot of fat weight but you can drop a lot of fluid weight because obviously the body is made up of mostly water anyway so what they would do is um, you would train in like a, a heat suit like a, basically like a plastic plastic overalls which just trap the heat in and make you sweat um, and you can you can really dehydrate very quickly and lose a lot of fluid weight quickly that way it's obviously not it's not you know the safest thing to do and i obviously don't recommend it um, but that's sort of the traditional way of of cutting weight um, in those sort of combat sports Another more effective way, which is um, applicable for applicable for this guy, because it's only sort of a six seven minute row test, but not so not so applicable for the endurance guys, is um, you can basically cut out carbohydrates from your diet. So, as I mentioned in an earlier podcast uh, about carb loading, is one gram generally retains about three grams of water. So if you have quite a high carbohydrate diet. Um, you'll often be a little bit bloated and carrying a bit of extra excess fluid, um, which is obviously going to correlate into extra weight. I'm sure everybody's seen those infomercials about um, the, the diet, the fad diets, where they they guarantee that you'll lose five kilos in the first seven days or you get your money back. Basically, all that's doing is cutting out carbohydrates completely and replacing it with proteins predominantly and a little bit of fat as well. Okay. You will lose five kilos in seven days, but you'll be losing your water retention and your fluid weight. You're not going to be losing fat. All right, you, it, it's almost. I'm going to go as far to say it's almost impossible to lose five kilos of fat in a week. You'd have to be starving or extremely overweight and have a lot to lose. Okay, um, so basically that's the strategy that we're going to go with. So that was one one thing that we came out with uh, was to just to try and, and cut carbs for a couple of days and see how that goes. So we're obviously going to obviously recommended to try that, um, you know, now rather than waiting two weeks or a week before the the event. You know, try it now and see if it works. Um, but that was one method that we came up with. Now, it's not too crucial for him to cut carbs because as I said, it's only a six or seven minute rowing test. If we had to do a two, three, 
four or more hour event, um, it's not practical to cut carbs because we need that for energy. Uh, we've got about enough for two hours of, of storage, as we said, for high intensity activity. Uh, and beyond that, we need to replace it. Interesting that he mentioned that he was taking creatine, all right? So creatine is a, a supplement which is predominantly used for weightlifters um, and sprinters or sprinting events. So your 100 meter sprint, uh, track cycling, all that sort of stuff, okay? And your power-based athletes, so power lifters and, and weightlifters, all right? So um, he mentioned that he was on creatine and I sort of asked, you know, what, what's, the, what's the theory behind that? And he says it, it says it was to help with his recovery in between sessions and also uh, for strength benefits, all right? So um, what I wanted to go into is what creatine actually did and who, who it's sort of applicable for. So what creatine involves is, so creatine is, is basically a fuel, all right? So the three, there's a couple of fuels we can use. Um, we can use creatine phosphate, which is where, what we get this creatine from, and that's for your sprinting events. So it generally lasts about, you got about 10 seconds worth of fuel um, until you deplete. The only way that we can replenish those stores during an exercise bout is by resting, all right? So you do a 10 second sprint, you basically have to walk around or actually do nothing, just you know, sit down um, and it takes about three minutes to get about 98% of your stores back, all right? So they're sort of for your sprinters there. Um, so let's have a look here, someone's about to crash by the looks of things, anyway. Um, yeah, so they're for your sprinters. Then you've obviously got your carbs, your fats and a little bit of protein if you're in starvation mode. So the creatine is more for the guys who are doing stuff that's sort of less than sort of 10 or 15 seconds long. Now what creatine loading will do, what it involves is taking creatine powder, and there's a couple of ways you can do it. You can do uh, five grams a day load for sort of three weeks, and then you have one week of an unloading cycle, and this is what this guy today was doing. Um, another couple of methods you can do like, um, oh, don't quote me, I think it's 20 grams a day for four days, just to super saturate. It's really, really claggy in, in, in the mouth. It's not, the, not the, best, the best tasting way to do it. Um, and then you have a two gram a day maintenance phase just to keep it up. So basically the theory behind it is that if you super saturate your muscles with creatine, you're gonna have more fuel and be able to run, like sprint for longer and lift um, more weights and all the rest, right? So what it, what it doesn't do, it doesn't actually increase your strength, but what it does do is give you more energy for those short bouts. So let's say if you don't creatine load, you've got enough, uh, you've got enough creatine to last 10 seconds of a maximal sprint, or, or, you know, or 10 seconds of, of weightlifting um, at a maximal effort, okay? If you then go creatine load, supersaturate your muscles with creatine, now you can actually last, say, 12 or 13 seconds, all right? So you don't actually increase your strength, but you are able to increase your strength stimulus because instead of being able to do to last 10 seconds, you're actually, able to, you're actually able to last 13 seconds, so that's gonna give you three seconds of extra stimulus, which then, um, with the right protein intake and everything else, is going to, um, uh, Increase, increase strength and, and muscle size that way, okay? So it's not the actual creatine which, which increases strength, but it is the stimulus, the extra stimulus which it can provide, which can give strength benefits, all right? Now for a, for a, a 2K rower, it's not super applicable because the, the distance is obviously a lot more than 10 to 15 seconds. We're looking at sort of six and a half minutes. So um, for strength benefits, I sort of said, nah, it's probably not the right way to go. For, for recovery benefits, that's something that he needs to play around with. So yeah, it, it can, it certainly can aid in recovery, but you know, adequate protein intake should be enough for that. Now the one that normally I'd say, look, whatever, it's not gonna hurt you, then, then, then you know, play around with creatine. But what creatine does do is it does retain a lot of fluid. All right, you, if you super saturate in creatine, you're gonna be retaining lots and lots of fluid and carrying a lot of extra weight. So 
basically what we tried to what, what we decided was to he's only he's only just started but he's in his unloading cycle this week so he's going to weigh himself daily um, and not not change anything dietary but just obviously not take creatine and see how his weight fluctuates over the next week because um, I think he's going to find that he'll drop you know three or four kilos potentially um, he might need two weeks to really drop extra weight than that but I think I think you'll find it's going to drop two to three kilos just in fluid weight. Um, which is going to be crucial come come weigh in, all right? Come come weigh in time because he needs to drop about nine kilos. So, basically, the plan of attack is to um, for this athlete is to drop the creatine two weeks prior, um, limit carbohydrates in the week leading up to the event. And the reason we can limit carbohydrates is because he doesn't um, he doesn't really require lots of carb stores because he's only going to be rowing for six seven minutes and. I told him not to try to dehydrate himself. All right, so for for this guy, the the weigh in, the weigh in is on on the day of the event. So it's actually the, the morning of the event. So he said he get he gets you know weigh in at eight o'clock or whatever, and the and the uh, the championships is at like twelve o'clock. So he's got about a four hour break in between. But you don't want to dehydrate yourself on the day of the event because. Um, you're going to decrease your performance significantly. I, I remember an infographic from a study where it was only mildly dehydrated individuals, but like um, uh, it was testing, it was testing time trial times over 1k, 5k, and maybe a marathon. And obviously, the marathon was was uh, performance decreased significantly, as did the 5k. But even the 1k, this is on this is running by the way. Even the 1k, it went from from uh, three three seventeen for a K to three twenty seven average, so you actually decreased. Uh, so your um, performance was worse off by ten seconds. All right, over one kilometer. So doing that over a, a six or seven minute um, uh, event is going to probably decrease your performance by about 20, 25 seconds. So you don't want to dehydrate yourself to make weight. All right, the boxers, the MMA guys, they do it because they weigh in a few days before the event, and in theory, they should be able to rehydrate, um, hopefully enough, um, before the actual event. So, in summary, um, sort of just rambling on a bit, but basically, just a little podcast here on on how to how to drop weight in a you know in the in a manner which is as healthy as possible. You can reduce your carbohydrates because they retain water. Not great if you have to do a two hour or longer event though. Um, and if you're taking something like creatine, uh, it's great for increasing your sprint capacity going from 10 seconds to 13 seconds and getting a little bit extra of, of, of um, stimulus for your muscle building, but not so applicable for anything that's sort of 30 seconds and beyond uh, where we're, we're not really using that creatine anymore, okay? Uh, hopefully that was useful. Any questions, let me know. A little bit left field today with the, with the topic, but it's always good to mix it up, all right? So uh, I'll speak to you again soon.